0: it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Rama S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 175. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ranma
2: I'm Mario Rockefeller,
3: and I'm Mako Chan.
1: And I have to say, so far, this has been the mildest summer I've ever endured.
3: You yeah, need to lower the music.
1: <laughs> How's that? That's
3: better. better.
2: <laughs> the weather report's my area, so we might hit record lows tonight.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. See, you have, I, you have, yeah. I'm thankful that you remind me about the volume control, because, like I say, like a couple episodes back, I readjusted the volumes for the second podcast that we do, so I have to remember to turn the knob down a little bit more, you know. I mean, today I go to work and I'm wearing my hoodie. I'm coming home from work wearing my hoodie. Now, I don't have like one of those heavy-duty varsity hoodies that, that you see, you know, those heavy-duty ones you see people work with. I got a very simple, lightweight from Old Navy, the kind of you can practically wear all year round, you know? As long as it's like under 80 degrees, you can actually get away with wearing it. I'm wearing that, and I'm like, that's a little bit nipply out. And for the last, like, week and a half, the air conditioner's been in fan mode. Mm. haven't had
2: the need to put it on, have you?
1: Well, I've had to put it on AC mode for a while, and once the, the temperature hit was pretty cool, I just flipped it over to fan mode. <laughs> I think it's a very bit of a, a benefit when I'm sleeping at night, you know? Yeah. Uh, Plus,
2: you know, it cuts down on power.
1: Well, yeah, well, I've already paid for my share of the, um...
2: Utilities? Yes.
1: Not utilities per se, but I've already paid for my share of for the, for the electricity for the, for the air conditioner, which is 50 bucks. So, <clears throat> can't complain about that. Uh... uh. We are live tonight, week of July twenty ninth, two thousand and fourteen, on the VOG Network. Tuesdays at nine thirty p.m. Eastern and replays Thursdays at one p.m. Eastern. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merk, XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesurge.net. The chat room is VOG, V-O-G, or you can hit up slash Vogue Network. There's an IRC link. It'll bring you right into the chat. And I said I was gonna have a surprise tonight. Um. I am going to have to fix that. And that surprise is coming next week. And yes, I just see, I noticed that you're saying my volume is a little low. I just cranked up the microphone a little bit more. So that should be all well and dandy.
2: Hopefully. Yay.
1: All right. That should work. If I have to, I'll have to crank it all. I'll just turn the mic all the way up if I have to.
2: Like, turn my headphones up.
1: What, what? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, you guys, you guys. All right. I mean, worst case, wait, wait there we go. I mean, worst case scenario, I'll just have to contact um, Astro and be like, yeah, I'm really abusing this microphone. Yeah, I'm going to need you guys to um, replace it. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. Yeah, okay, Max. See, you know what it is? It was the... Vo- it was... Okay. All right. There we go. Yeah, when I adjusted the volume, when I, adjust, when I reset the volumes, it kind of knocked out the microphone, so I had to use the, the, the extra booster. So, I think we're all good and dandy, and I'm probably going to have to go in and kind of adjust the volume when I go into the post-edit processing. Because mm. so far, the numbers do look okay. Alright, let's go ahead and kick things off. Ari, how was your week and how was your day?
2: Well, first of all, I want to apologize to anyone who thought I was eating. I was uh, getting—I re- was preparing for the move by wrapping up all my little uh, figurines and uh, decorations along my uh, <laughs> entertainment center and bubble wrap like uh, little bubble wrap burritos. But I got them all now, so you won't be hearing that again. That's good. Let's see. As for the week, you know, I saw Lucy the other night, and it was all right. Ended kind of a little abruptly for my tastes.
1: Maybe it's setting it up for a sequel.
2: Well, who knows how uh, how good it'll do, how much money it raked in the theaters, or you know what the critical response was. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's see what else. But yeah, mostly it's been uh, stuff related to moving. Okay. And uh, there was a. This, this big hutch in our house, which is like at least forty years old, man, out of solid oak.
1: Is it like? Is it right? Right when you walk in?
2: Uh, no, it's in the dining room.
1: Oh, okay. On no. the
2: back wall. Oh,
1: okay, gotcha. I gotcha.
2: Yeah, we had to move that thing, and we all thought that it came. It came apart, and it was two separate pieces. Like the uh, cabinets on the bottom will be one piece, and the mm-hmm. glass doors stuff will be another. Wrong. Th- yeah, it took us like an hour to move that thing out of- from the dining room down the steps, out the door, and into a moving truck. Oh, so- and, that's- and that son of a bitch was heavy.
1: So you've already started moving stuff to the new studio? Um,
2: uh, I personally been moving my own stuff over there because mm. you know the more the more stuff I have to move, the less stuff the uh, movers will have to will have to move, and the less they'll charge us. Yeah. And uh, you know, the brother-in-law and the sister are getting the uh, other stuff that we can't take with us it. because you know, too heavy and whatnot. Gotcha. And uh, yeah, it took us about an hour to get that thing from the like out the door, and it only took us like twenty minutes to unload the uh, the truck into a storage unit. But because of all the moving and running around and like lifting and pulling shit, my back has been killing.
1: At least you didn't at least you didn't almost lose your back to a refrigerator. Isn't that right, Makochan? Yeah, well,
3: the person that had just had surgery is the one that ended up moving the thing and moved it very easily, so we won't go into that either. Hmm.
1: You weren't pushing it down on an angle. Hmm? You weren't pushing that thing on an angle.
3: I wasn't the one that moved it. My mother was. <sighs> She's the hutch. one that finally said, "Move the fuck over," and moved it herself.
1: But you also got to remember who was helping me move that thing. Yeah, well, yeah. I had the hutch
2: in my hands at the bottom of the steps, and it was pretty you know, much pointed down at a 485 de- degree angle. I, it was on one of my back end or knees. That didn't just say, "Fuck this," I quit right then and there.
1: Can't say, I don't blame you.
2: But yeah, that's how shit's been going for me.
1: Alright mako how was your week? How was your day? Work and Deadpool Swing low, sweet chariot
3: Yeah, I've been working a lot of hours lately Which, I mean, yay for more money But, oh my god, more hours It sucks <laughs> But, uh, yeah Deadpool test footage? OMG
2: you're loving it, aren't you?
3: I freaking love this shit. I, I, I've watched it, you know, while we were doing the musical break, I was watching it. I watched it another three times.
2: I think you might be a little obsessed with Deadpool.
1: A little? Look, if Maka have a harem, number one is Kevin Smith, number two is Deadpool, number three is Dennis Leary, okay?
2: I was just making a uh, joke about underestimation.
3: Hmm. Okay, and those three would not be the top of my harem, but
1: I never said they were the top. I'm just running off a list. Well, you said number one, number
3: two, and number three. Yes. None of them would be number one, number two, and number three.
1: Eh, Screw you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beat you in my shoe. Mm
3: Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's, that's basically it. I've been doing that i've been watching a shit ton of stuff off of uh hulu so i'm almost uh, i'm on season four now of the pretender um i'm halfway through the past season of bones um i'm just you know trying to catch up but i go to watch something and it's like oh it's only season three we don't have one and two so now I have to go and watch one and two before I can watch it legit off of Hulu.
1: That's interesting.
3: Yeah, it's a little sucky.
2: Anime on Hulu is so much fun.
3: Yeah, I like. I've been catching up on my anime on there. But at the same time, it's like, I'm trying to catch up, you know, with TV shows that people are like, oh, you need to see this. Oh, you need to see this. And there I am trying to legit watch it on a legit streaming and, uh, you know, oh, we only have season three.
2: So... You fucking
1: teases.
3: Yeah, thank you once upon a time.
1: You are still following that? What the hell is wrong with you?
3: I have only watched, like, the first two episodes. And you were the one that told me that I should watch it in the first
1: place. Yeah, but now that you're now catching up to it and we all left it, now I get the give you hell for it. I haven't started watching it yet. I'm trying to watch it because there's still a shit ton of people into it. I know. When, when me and uh, Lexi, when we were watching it, we were like, oh, this is so Sailor Moon. We were like, poor Mamo-chan. Look at it. It was just so bad. We just called. It was like. Live action Sailor Moon to us. It was just that. It was just that special.
3: Yeah, well, I didn't see that at all, which is probably why I stopped watching it after two episodes. Because <laughs> I watch it and I'm like, you think of Sailor Moon when you watch this? What in the ever loving fuck?
1: <clears throat> you'll have to. Like, you have to talk to Lexi. So she can explain it a lot better than I can.
3: But yeah, so once the show is over tonight, I'll watch some more before well, I have to go to sleep for work tomorrow.
1: Well, that's all good. Awesome, Meh. awesome indeed. Meh. <laughs> oh, poor you, Deadpool. Hmm. Huh. All right. Um, uh, moving right along. Well, my weekend day was quite interesting. Um, Like I said, last week I went out and got a new um, mechanical keyboard and gaming mouse. But y'all have to understand, I don't game. But I do a lot of typing, do a lot of multimedia work. That, and I'm sick and tired of my Logitech keyboard. So I went through three and five years. Uh, How about no more of this? No more. So playing around with the keyboard, mechanical keyboards at PAX, I just had to get one. And I look at the specs of, like, the gaming mice, and I'm like, it's very contoured to what I use it for, for you know, for my regular work, and it's a lot more accurate, so I'm really enjoying it a lot more. So, I went out and I got, I, like I said, last week I got the Razer uh, keyboard that, had, that was laid up from Mac OS, but still works on Windows, and the Cooler Master Storm uh, mouse. Took those back. Because, number one, everybody complained that it was loud. Y'all heard it on the on the pod show, on the podcast last week. So, and the mouse was perfect except it didn't have a tilt wheel. Took those back and I got this Corsair Vengeance K70, and I can type and you can't hear anything. And I have this awesome Gigabyte mouse, which is a lot more contoured, and it has a tilt mouse. So everything is just perfect.
2: What's the difference between a tilt wheel and a normal wheel?
1: Tilt wheel means you can tilt it left and right.
2: Oh, I know a mouse can do that.
1: Yeah, a lot of mice. That you, if you drop more than twenty bucks on most mice, it can do that by default. I mean, I like that so I can like when I'm flipping through web pages, I can just quickly go back and forth without having to go to the arrow keys. Plus, having a having two buttons by my thumb and having one program as my double click makes it a lot more easier and me a lot more lazier. <laughs> So what I'm going to do with my old wireless desktop, I'm going to chuck the keyboard, and I'm going to take the mouse and pair it with my uh, lo- my, my other Logitech keyboard that I bought for my laptop because it has like this unifying receiver. So I'm just going to program those two together and just leave it like that. And now I'm just going to do that. No harm, no foul. I'm probably going to re- do that, with, and then I'm probably going to do that with the other receiver as well. Um, let's see what else has been going on. That's Basically it, and the fact that I'm a little, I'm a little sad that I'm not doing Oticon this year, but I already made that decision far in advance, and I and I'm accepting it. So, it is what it is. What it is.
2: That reminds me, I gotta, like, I uh, already appropriated my paycheck today for uh, my Oticon budget, so I gotta, I just gotta make sure I don't. Spend like I don't, you know, spend it all before the weekend.
1: Speaking speaking of con budgets, we're going to be talking about that later in the episode. But um, uh, you did get your uh, press confirmation, right?
2: I uh, have to check the uh, other.
1: Please do, because um Jeffrey's got his confirmation. So, all
0: right,
2: I uh, will look for it.
1: Awesome, um and oh. Uh... I went to this event on Friday called um Kauai Land. Think of it as not an it's like a, a festival, like an event. But it's Woohoo, well, I'm approved. There you go.
2: I just looked at the email now. Sweet. approved for Otacon two thousand fourteen okay. as a member of press. Awesome. But only me.
1: <laughs> no, as you and Jeffrey, y'all got two separate emails. So
2: But the email only says me personally, so that's what I meant.
1: Oh, okay. But um This event—it was a cross between—it was like J-pop meets Lolita fashion styles. It was pretty interesting. It was like fifteen bucks to get in. They had um, little like dealers set up around, tons of pocky all over the place, um, and they had three uh, bands performing. One was uh, Rainbow Bubble. They were good. Uh, I forget the second one. They were they were like Judy and Mary who do the opening to Kenshin. And the third act, her name was Kitty. She was really bad. And it didn't help the fact that she was already drunk when she was performing. Oh, nice. <laughs> that
2: must have been wonderful.
1: It's like this. Picture Britney Spears when she first did Hit Me Baby one more time. That style, but... Her third, Britney's third album, which was really horrible. Her fourth album, which was tolerable. Add a little Nicki Minaj, put it in a blender, and hit puree. Can we not?
2: <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. Add some EDM,
1: then hit puree. Yeah, can we not?
2: Yeah. I'm with Mako Chan on this
1: one. I'll say this much. She was good up until her last song, Too Much Auto Tune way too much okay alright now that we got that out the way we have a lot of stuff to cover today we're talking so much about San Diego Comic Con and yet we didn't go but you know how we do (laughs) okay so we're going to take a break and when we get back we're going to kick things off y'all ready? yep sure let's do it we'll be back now that we got that out the way, there is so, like I said, there is so much information in regards to San Diego Comic Con that came out. It's just fucking ridiculous. Oh, God. And, um, let's see, what what am I looking for? I'm looking for a particular file, and for some reason I cannot find it. Uh, okay, here we go. And, and one of the things we were talking about was something that just recently happened, like, that just popped up through through, through, the, through, the, through, the, through the woodworks. Whether it's Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, whatever. It just showed right the fuck up. I was actually saving this for another article that popped up, but this was something different. Now, we all remember several weeks ago... Oh, excuse me. That an article on Tumblr popped up about how this girl went to school dressed as a character from... Black Butler Grell, and uh-huh. she was severely beaten. Come to find out that um, that was a hoax. <clears throat> we never got a chance to talk about that, because I want to talk about the aspect of being bullied as, as, in your cosplay and stuff like that, but due to other articles that came up, I just not get a chance to get back to it. And pretty much a lot of people say Tumblr is not the source for news and stuff like that, even though a lot of blogs use Tumblr as their base. So today, an article started popping up all over the place about a girl that was um, that went to a convention and what, they found her somewhere up the road severely beaten. And this went all over the place. And if you're on the Facebook, you usually know when something like this pops up, you have people who will be like, I hope it's okay. You got the people that says, this is a hoax, don't believe it. And you got those people that's like, this is what happened... You got everything. Now, for and the a while, people who
2: don't know what to believe.
1: Yeah. And, for, and I said, you know what? I think at this time we should be more focused on helping the police one way or another to find out what happened, whether it's a hoax or not. If it's a hoax, then we can lose our shit on this person. If it's not, then we have to be there for that person the best that we can. So, as this was coming out, a lot of people thought this was a hoax. Uh, a friend of mine... um, cosplayer who went to San Diego Comic-Con actually saw the cosplayer in person on that day when it happened, but it was only in passing briefly. And at first it was San Diego United Police Department and then they're like, Harbor Patrol got involved. Well, maybe because where they found her, Harbor Patrol had to get involved. So, according to Comics Beat, they have an update as of 35 minutes ago. Harbor Police arrested a 29-year-old man early Sunday morning on the 27th in a hotel at 333 West Harbor Drive. He was booked in the jail at 1120 on charges of sexual contact with a minor and contributing to the delinquency of a minor. The victim was transported to a hospital for evaluation and treatment. The Harbor Police Investigations Unit is handling this incident, and the investigation is ongoing. Now, before this came up, all her, a lot of her information was posted on Tumblr for people to spread the word, which I understand. I'm not going to go back and contact the names or give you the number. But I will say this much. If you went to San Diego Comic Con and you heard about this or you know any information in regards to this, please call the San Diego Police Department at 619-531-2000. Again, that number is 619-531-2000. If you know anything that can help this case along one way or another, just let them know. (sighs) And like I said, sometimes when things happen in our geek fandoms environments, the mainstream media won't pick up on it right away. Like, y'all remember the the young kid who almost committed suicide because he's getting teased about being a brony, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I just want you to know the local North Carolina news where this happened didn't pick up on this story till a good seven to 10 days later. And if you check like the, like the brony sites, they were the first on it. And if you, if you check the dates a week later, it went like wildfire, which is why I said this happens. And as a friend of mine said, well, when someone supposedly got killed at a twilight screen or something like that, it went viral. You gotta understand something. When it comes to making news, anything related to Twilight is gonna get you more hits and more viral than something at San Diego Comic Con. And also, as like I said, when mainstream media picked up on DashCon, you know shit got real. And when TMZ got on this whole um, San Diego Comic Con incident, I'm like shit got real.
2: And it's TM-fucking-Z, too.
1: Exactly.
2: <sighs> God. Not exactly a wealth of journalistic integrity there.
1: Mm. they are a few steps higher than the National Enquirer, I'll tell you that much. <clears throat> alright, alright. Now that we got that out the way something else i wanted to bring up also on the podcast but again because of all the news that were coming in this kept getting bumped and i'm sorry i let it bump so far but there is but at least there's a follow up to this article that exp- that kind of helps things out about a month and a half ago uh people were asking about um if you notice, lately with a lot of conventions, they're changing their, harass- their harassment policies, sexual harassment policies and so forth, which is good. Comic-Con International had pretty much said they had no interest in taking on anything like that.
2: That's just super.
1: Yes. As the article goes, um, let's see. Uh, let's see. The recent account of everyday sexism has a new entry. As the Mary Sue's Jill Pantozzi wrote, uh, for Geeks for Consent, a group to committed to rooting out sexual harassment at conventions have been fighting CCI, which is Comic-Con International, to update its harassment policy. Demeaning meaning of threatening behavior is a well-documented problem where fans in the weeds and their fantasy heroes might mingle in moss, and this is an issue at a lot of conventions as well. Last year, a blogger at CCI posted pictures of attending women's butts without their knowledge. See, you don't do that shit. That's not right.
2: And it makes you look creepy. Exactly.
1: As as, as the con it was happening this year, Geeks for Consent created a petition asking SEC for a full harassment policy, as well as anti-harassment signs and trained volunteers to deal with the complaints. Okay. Full harassment policy, I'm good with. Anti-harassment signs, depending on how often and you, where you put them. I mean, I think I would be bothered if they were like every six feet.
2: That'll be a little excessive. Yeah,
1: Trained volunteers, that's also a good thing. Because you don't want anyone to, like... Instead of, like, (coughs) calm down... Or as opposed to someone getting the clothesline from hell.
2: So They got a plus, a neutral, and a plus. This is all... All in all, this is a very good... Good thing to shoot for.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Now, the petition has more than 2,000 signatures. Now, the public relations for the convention said... Uh no. They already have a full policy. Harassive offensive behavior will not be tolerated, and that's pretty much the gist of it. Know what to do and so forth after that. Now, if you notice, a lot of conventions nowadays are like, if you're caught pulling some shit like that, you a lot of conventions will pull you aside and give you a warning. As as far as all the way up, all the way up to, yeah. Your badge has been revoked. You will leave. If you stay on the premises, you will be arrested. Some cons will go as far as, you know, if this happens, you, that person has a right to press charges. Now, in a follow-up episode, article <coughs> from the Huffington Post, that despite what San Diego Comic-Con said, a lot of con goers were harassed and groped at San Diego Comic Con and, and illicit photos did pop up were, were taken as well some people's had issues about scanty clad women being used as decoration for presentations and so forth see that kind of falls on the line of booth babes if that's what they want to do you can't give them shit for it yes you can no, you can't.
3: <laughs> yes, you can. It depends on how they're dressed. Mm-hmm. If somebody is, you know, wearing a thong and a bra and, you know, pretending to be a character, it's just, you know, sexified, then, you know, yeah, it's definitely pulling in more for the skin than for the product.
1: What if the person is wearing... They call themselves cosplaying Captain America, but they're just wearing red hot pants, a shirt, the helmet, and the shield.
2: I think we went down this road before.
1: We've gone down
3: this road. Okay. And, Mm -hmm. I I mean, something like that, if you're going to have a Comic Con, there is no reason whatsoever to have a sexy version of a character when, you know, it's a fucking comic convention and there are cosplayers out there and, you know, modeling agencies out there and artists out there, and people that will do legit fucking cosplay. Mm -hmm. There's no reason to, you know, make it sexy. Unless, of course, the cosplay, you know, the character they're cosplaying is sexy. Yeah. I mean, something like that, no, people do not have a say for. Mm -hmm. But if a booth is going, oh, hey, you know, I do this, so here's you know, here's Thor in a metal bikini... There's no reason for that. Fucking use a Thor cosplayer. Fucking use a Thor outfit.
1: Okay, all right, fair enough. Now, as this article says, a model who was dressed as Wonder Woman says, the issue goes beyond Comic-Con, and she says, I don't think it has anything to do with cosplay or anything to do with the costumes. People who are the kind of people who are going to take a photo of you when you're not looking from behind are going to do that regardless, whether you're in costume or not. Yes and no. Like I said, I had to deal with a coworker who was doing some shit like that, and I said no. But at conventions, you sooner see this shit amongst our our, our geeks who are doing this, and it's not right. If it's your woman and she likes that, let that be. If it ain't,
2: punch it! Punch the offender's fucking head off.
1: No, give them a fair warning. If the person doesn't listen, then you punch the fucker's head off.
3: The issue is, while it's not right to do this shit, they are packing, basically, a city's population worth of people in a one-block fucking radius. Mm -hmm. There are going to be issues. I mean, it sucks, and, you know, I hate that it happens, but, you know people are going to walk by they may or may not purposely be snapping pictures they may be snapping pictures at somebody else and think you know oh my god he just snapped a picture of my ass it may or may not be the
1: case and if that happens you you, go up to the person
3: say hey look i just want to make sure that you know you're not doing this and that is also the other issue all of these people coming out after the fact it's like, oh, well, you know, I was touched there, too. All right, well, the convention's over
1: now, and we can't do anything about it.
2: And the offender is alone fucking gone. The most that, yeah. They,
1: yeah, the most that they can do is make preparations for the following <laughs> year. Because if you say something afterwards, it's hearsay at that point. You got to say something when it happens. And I understand uh, male female cosplayers, they don't want to say anything right away because it might cause a problem or an issue. It's not a problem. People might think
2: they're lying or trying to get attention.
1: It's not a problem or an issue if you tell them what happened right then and there and you stand by what you say. Yeah, I mean, there
3: needs to be more of that. And Mm -hmm. I get that, you know, oh, well, you feel victimized and, you know, you get scared and you shut down. I get that. I I mean, I really do. It's what I studied in school. I, I understand that that's what people do but at the same time it's not going to change until somebody speaks up so the same person that you know touched someone's ass and then went and took a picture and then you know groped somebody there's three people then that you know really need to speak up and you know that's that's an issue because it's like it's, I'm not victim blaming mm-hmm. but at the same time You know, things aren't going to change if people don't, you know, get in there to change it. You can't say this convention is shit because they have shit policies Mm -hmm. when nobody is speaking up until after the fact. It's like, oh, well, you know, this person I saw, you know, they finally started posting so I can say, yeah, you know, I got grouped too. Mm -hmm. That doesn't help. You know, if you don't feel comfortable doing it, by yourself, bring somebody with you. Chances are, I mean, obviously now you're hearing all of these stories about people that got groped this weekend, people that got touched, people that had pictures taken, all of these things popping up. Obviously, you're not alone. And, you know, things need to, something needs to happen. Because you can't, I mean, in a perfect world, the whole thing would be, you know what, these guys should be, you know, taught, at an early age that this is wrong. That's a perfect world.
1: Alright, let me interject and... Let me interject mm-hmm. on that. Not as a bad thing, but this is something similar to a conversation that I had with my former roommate. Now, I'll be the first one to say yet again, I have said some outlandish shit like that. Not because I was being misogynistic, not because I was being a dick, not because I was being an asshole. It's what I grew up with and what I heard said on the regular and... That's what I thought was the norm. But as I got older and I saw what was going on, I don't talk. I don't say those types of things. Some people are okay with it, so it's around them. But still.
2: Those habits are deeply ingrained. It's hard to break out of them.
1: The most a lot of us can do is, like, be a lot more aware of what we say around people.
3: Yeah, but, I mean, the whole thing is, like, all of these people bitching, complaining, it's like, oh, well, the convention needs to change this, or, you know, Mm -hmm. guys shouldn't be doing this. The thing is, people need to start sticking up for themselves. And it's like, I get it, it's scary, it's awful, but things aren't going to change until somebody, you know, takes that step. We can't, you know, go back in time and take all of these, you know, 20-year-old and 30-year-old assholes that are doing this and teach them right from wrong. And the convention can't do anything unless somebody is told. Mm -hmm. So blaming the convention really is, you know, stupid. Because, you know, oh, yeah, you know, they have to have better policy for harassment. Well, what better policy can you have than, you know, we need to be told because we have a no-tolerance policy. Exactly. And they're not told, so they can't do anything.
0: Well, that's... Mm -hmm
3: it's it's the whole thing is just a full runaround, yeah if people aren't going to you know speak up and let people know that shit happens, there's you can't do anything about it.
1: yeah and as um as Act says, sometimes we don't know better, but we do need to learn, and as um Draven says at live.vlognetwork.com, not only do people need to speak up for themselves, but also the people around them to see that this is happening and need to speak up. Ask the person who's being offended, are they okay? Because let me tell you, if if I'm nearby and this shit happens, you best believe I'm taking pictures of this guy or I'm going to make sure that this guy doesn't leave until proper security takes everybody involved off to, to, to settle shit, you know?
3: Man. I mean, if I saw somebody, you know, full-on groping somebody, I don't know that I would interject right away because I don't know if that person knows that person exactly. or not. Exactly, It's like
2: when people... You have to gauge the uh, huh? the other person's reaction. Like, Yeah. If uh-huh. they, like, back away and, like, go, hey, what the fuck or something like that, that's when you move mm-hmm.
3: in. Yeah, but when somebody's being polite and, you know, it, it's like, oh, somebody, you know, somebody grabbed this chick's ass and she just smiled and you know that was the end of it how do I know that she doesn't know this person
1: exactly and as Ari Rockefeller says you'll know if my woman got groped by by the sudden earth shaking boom and me shouting la see (laughs) you have that me I don't go to a convention unless I know people's let something happen to my woman you best believe a 10% of the con goers will have that person surrounded before I get there
2: it'll be like you cast knights of the round on him.
1: Mhm. Or a uh, summon black up.
2: <laughs> it just like like appearing like <sniffs>
1: black up has arrived. Mhm.
3: I mean, so y you know, it's like obviously if somebody is, you know, freaked out over being touched, yeah, I'm going to do something. But, you know, it's the same with guys. Yep. If, you know, if a woman touches a guy's dick and all he's doing at that point right there is, you know, laughing and, you know, it doesn't look like a nervous laugh. Yeah. You know, how am I supposed to go and help them? I don't know that they don't know that person. Obviously, if, you know, I'm a witness to it and say, oh, hey, you know, your your costume is great. Can I get a picture? And, you know, if the conversation brings up that, you know, this person has no idea who this other person is, yeah, I can step in. But, you know, y- you can't just say, oh, you know, other people need to step up. Right. It- it's not that easy. Because, again, the person that is offended needs to do something to show that they are offended.
1: hmm
3: Not two days later going, I'm offended and this convention sucks. Yeah
1: and as Act F says, Ronma uses gangster. It's super effective. <laughs> and as uh, Bob Coffee, says... It'll said, be a
2: dark type attack. Yeah.
1: As Bob Coffey says, the thing is people are more concerned with being PC instead of, you know, saying what needs to be said. Because God forbid you say something incorrect and you're trying to get your point across. Yeah. No,
3: nah, it's like if I ever heard You know, because I'm a large cosplayer, if I ever heard somebody actually say something about me, I would be the first one to go up to that person and go, you know what, if you have a problem with me, you know, bring it to me. Mm -hmm. And I'd get up in their face but I mean that's me that's my personality and I'm not gonna you know let comments like that slide other people don't have strong personalities to do that but at the same time you can't go and complain later that you know the convention didn't do anything well how's the convention gonna do something
1: exactly
2: I don't know, I think it'd be funny to see Mago-Chan give the say-it-to-my-face-motherfucker-not-online routine.
1: Funny you should mention it. Something like that did happen at a con a few years ago. I was out of the room when it happened. A friend of mine put the dude in his place for what he said, but still. (laughs) To this day, he hasn't apologized for it, and I don't expect an apology from him. But if I ever see him on the street, he might catch um, a fist to the gut. I don't care if he's a black belt or not. He'll feel, he'll feel the taste of my black belt. Now that we're talking about this, I have another article to talk about. Adrian Curry, Queen of the Nerds, defends cosplay from sexual assault at San Diego Comic-Con. Now, first things first. Okay, if Adrian Curry is the Queen of the Nerds, and Yaya Han is the cosplay ambassador... I'm nominating myself as the official uh, token Negro of all cosplayers and fandom worldwide. Seconded. All opposed. Meh. Majority. You don't have enough Twitter followers. Twitter And you
3: don't look sexy in a thong.
1: Sorry. I know (laughs) I don't look sexy in a thong. Get the fuck out of here. God
2: damn it! My alcohol's on the other side of the room.
1: (laughs) Hey, if you want to put the headset down and run and get it, be my guest. (laughs) Also, who elected them these titles? She ain't my she ain't my queen, nor is she my ambassador. Now with this story, now everyone thought was this bullshit or not. No, this was actually shared on Facebook. And she pretty much Okay, what happened this is what happened as it was written here. Yesterday, uh, this was another cosplayer by the name of Alicia Marie. She was dressed as Tigra uh, and with some friends and they were at the super crowded Comic Con in the gas lamp area taking photos. Some asshole came up behind her and tried to stick his hands into the bottoms of her, I guess her pants and yanked the tail of pants down. She what fr-
2: a fucking charmer. What?
1: That t- what kind of balls is What the? Yeah,
2: gigantic balls and absolutely no brains. Exactly! Yeah, the
3: outfit she was wearing, it was basically, you know, panties, Spanx with a tail. Mm-hmm. Who the hell thinks to go over to a chick and, you know, pants them?
1: I wouldn't even deal with my close female friends I knew I could get away with it with. I
3: mean, he didn't just, you know, smack her ass or something. He legit pulled her underwear down.
1: Yeah. That is fucked up. Now, after that happened, Andrew Curry took off after the guy with the whip, chased him down, and started beating him like a government mule. Insert J- Jim Ross here, okay? Oh, God, that
2: man has a family. Yeah. Eh, his own damn fault. Mm-hmm. He
1: was just... Yeah, I mean... Yeah.
3: Not for nothing, but her doing that is you know fucking awesome okay i'm not a I'm not a huge fan of her, but you know for somebody to actually step up and do something about it when there's you know obviously something going on, she knows her friend, she knows that you know she that she doesn't know this guy, mm-hmm. and he fucking pulls down her pants, you know, go right at it, kick
1: the guy's ass okay now personally I have a problem with that granted I would have done the same thing if not worse you wouldn't need the marines you would need you need the first and second battalions to pull me off this off this fucker the problem I have is that she chased him down and started attacking him I can understand chasing him down and confronting him with a bunch of other people which is something I would have done but the fact that she assaulted him because of that, now...
2: It could be, yeah, it could be a construed as assault. You no, know, it's, it's not even that. It.
1: It's more or less, but I'm just saying, let's say, let's say there was a, a police officer nearby when this happened. Adrian Curry probably would have gotten arrested for assaulting him, even though he started the fight by the indecent exposure, what he did. The actual assault, assault and the damage, which is physical... Will hold a higher weight over that. I'm not condone. I'm not trying to fully condone either thing that happened here, but I'm just saying there's a way of doing shit and making sure that justice is served. Not for nothing,
3: but if that would have happened to a female friend of mine, I would have done exactly what she did.
1: And so would have I. And then I, at least I'll be like, you no. Know and you know,
3: I, I would have gone to jail a happy woman.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Because. I would have gotten, you know, the last laugh. You know, oh,
1: totally let's be a
3: jackass. Oh, let's be a jackass. Well, here's your fucking jackass.
1: Now, I would have
2: totally gone, you should see what I did to the other guy. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, granted, like I said, I had a problem with it, but in that whole final flight situation, we all would have done that same shit. We all would have. The only difference is the degree of damage that would have been done. And as uh, Gamer Girl X says it, com, Well, that's one story from Curry. She also said that he put his finger in her friend's crack and left the pantsing out.
2: That's still pretty fucked up. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I mean, whatever happened for, you know, her to go chasing after him, you know, he still laid his hands on her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even if a guy went up to a friend of mine... In an outfit like that and smacked her ass I'd chase after him and kick his ass It's like you Don't fuck with my friends around me
1: Mm -hmm.
3: And I will happily go to jail for them
1: Now as um Bob Bob Coffey says on behalf of the city Of San Diego I apologize for that Bullshit
3: to register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VOGNetwork.com, use the pass phrase "sweater."
1: Fair enough. And as Hockey Common says, here's the penalty he should receive: two minutes for instigation, five minutes for fighting, 110 minute misconduct, game misconduct, and a boot to the head.
2: With one of on my feet, that'll put him. That'll set him straight. <laughs>
1: While wearing a hockey skate. <laughs> Take and, his his as,
2: head off. <laughs> and as off. Dra-
1: and as Draven says, if I got a hold of him, there would be need of medics. Yeah, Draven's the head of security for Derpy Kong. Yeah, he's been he's been in the in the shit a lot longer than I have, so yeah. That's putting it lightly.
3: I mean, you know I, I'm a big believer that people can wear what they want. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I'm a big believer in if you're going to wear shit like that, not to expect it, but, you know, don't go around thinking that, you know, everybody coming up to you is going to be an angel. You know, be happy with the people, but at the same time, you know, you're wearing basically bra and panties with body paint. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, be careful. You know, have fun. Be careful. Be careful. You know, but at the same time, you know, it's like it's you know, it's a double-edged sword because you say one thing, it's like, oh, you know, you know, she shouldn't have been wearing that, and it Mm -hmm. wouldn't have happened. Well, you know, it could have because there. Anyway, yeah, if she was wearing a skirt, you know, he could have had a camera up Mm -hmm. her ass, taking pictures. So I mean, it's gonna happen either way. But at the same time, it's like you know if you're going to be in a place like this and she was around her friends and that's what you do, don't go to shit like this, you know, alone when you're going to wear shit like that because you're not going to have somebody around that if something like this happens that they can go and, you know, stomp an ass.
1: See, now, here's the, here's the other side of that. Even though you are a female, that you're saying that. There are other females out there who will say, you have no right to tell me that I will wear what I want, whatever I want. And that's where the problem is going to reside. Because I also am a firm believer in, you can wear whatever you want, but expect to get some type of crap for it. Whether you're cosplaying, working, whatever. No matter what you do, somebody's going to give you shit for it. Yeah, I you mean, the whole to thing big, is... But but you're going, you don't have to
2: take it, but you're going is, to get it anyway. The more he'll think it's your fault.
3: Yeah. You know, if you go out, you you know, it's a horrible world that we live in that, Mm -hmm. you know, we can't walk down the street without, you know, being scared of somebody, you know, knocking us over the head and raping us or something like that. It's a horrible world we live in that we can't dress how we want to and not get sexual calls and, you know, cat calls and people touching us. But at the same time, you have to be realistic. That we live in this world. You cannot wear rose-tinted glasses. Like, oh, you know, I'm wearing this, and people should be nice to me, right. and you know, I, I'm. People should be treating me like everybody else. Don't wear those ro- rose-tinted glasses. Mm-hmm. We are not living in a perfect world. We're living in a world where, you know, years ago guys were given you know uh, the playboys playgirls shit like that all mm-hmm. this porn um, the internet where it's fully ready available and not told even though a woman is dressing like this that doesn't mean that you can touch them yeah. they didn't get that part of it
1: right. I mean and I re- any woman that wants to I respect that and it's like you have the confidence and the power and all that you go girl you go do whatever the hell you want to do you do it done and done
3: and that's what people need to do it's not it's not about feminism it's not everybody has to wake up and do this and we the expectations of everybody being perfect and happy and that's it's about
2: not being a dick
3: exactly exactly it's about not closing your eyes to things like that Mm -hmm. it's about not going to these conventions and expecting everything to be perfect as shitty as it is if you go into a situation like this knowing that something is going to happen and something doesn't happen you'll feel even better because oh my god you know nothing happened but if you go into a situation like this and it's like everything's perfect and I live in a perfect world and nothing's going to happen because, you know, la, 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 and then get touched. It's like, oh, well, fuck.
1: Yeah, and it's, it's, like a couple things I want to touch upon, like what you said, that also goes when you try to think nothing but positive thoughts and you try to eliminate all that negativity. The more you eliminate the negativity and (laughs) think positive how way things are going to be, something negative is going to happen and it's going to flip your world upside down. And also, I'm bringing this up again, because this is something that we discussed on uh, some podcast a few weeks back. Um, this was like right after I met uh, Avalon Cosplay. Now, if I was there when this happened, I probably would have rearranged this guy's face. I'm at, uh, at Sakramatsuri taking pictures, and I, and I think I saw her the day prior, and I go back, and I'm like, what's happened? I found out through her friends that this guy... He didn't touch her, but he got really creepily close to her, and it just—it was just too much for her. You know how it is. You guys like getting too close with all this talking and flirt. It's just like you got to stop. You're getting too damn creepy. So, if I had appeared when that happened, I probably would have rearranged this guy's face. But after I showed up after the fact, and I first thing I did was since. I'm not going to go after him after all of this because it becomes he said she said I just started telling my friends that was there to keep an eye on this perv Then I found out that the dude has a girlfriend and then after Sakramatsuri went to Wendy's saw him in there when he was by himself I walked up to him and I told him that I knew what he did and I told him if, he, if I ever find out he does anything like that to, any, to her or any of my other friends again I'm going to be the least of his problems, and I don't even have to touch him. And from that point on, he's kind of learned to keep his distance from me. Go you. Mm-hmm. And as, uh, and as a uh, gamer girl, access, people just forget that conventions are a pocket of society. These kids think it's a perfect and safe environment, and it's the same as anywhere else. Yeah, I mean. Parents drop their kids off here and think everything is going to be a okay, but no, it is not. You can't do that and assume that the convention is a three day babysitter. Come and get your come and get your little um terror. Okay, mm-hmm. keep an eye on your child. It's not our job.
3: Yeah, and I'm not against women. I'm not against men. I'm a realist, mm-hmm. and the real world's when you're looking at stuff like this. It, and it's not just guys, yep. because again, women do grope guys that are in cosplay too, yeah. especially when you know really tight latex or something like that. Abs. So it's yeah, it, it's not just about guys groping women. Women do grope the guys, but at the same time, you have to you have to be a realist.
1: Yeah, but here's but here's the fucked up part. Like I said, it's it's a double edged or double standard. It's more about the men offending the women than it is the women offending the men because that's the old stereotype. It's a guy, he likes it, this and that. Ari, mm-hmm. um, the
2: guy's supposed to be like, oh hell, these strange women are f- are fawning all over me. Every deodorant and beer commercial I've ever seen is true. Yeah.
1: Now, um, Ari, last year at Castlepoint, Point, didn't we um, interview somebody that explained how he was in a similar situation?
2: Yeah, it was one of their... Uh, I think the interviews we did yes, of yes. Uh, different cosplayers.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it, it does sound familiar to me. Yeah,
1: yeah. He, I mean, we were told, him, like the whole is not consent, and we interview a uh, male cosplayer. I think it was Viseret cosplay, and he said something like this has happened to him. Hell, that shit happened to me at AAC last year with some dr- with some drunk m- mom. I'm like, get away from me! You are. Creepy, oh, oh, I remember
2: punk. those. Yeah, yes. I think it was some kind of uh, bridal a bachelorette party in that same hotel
1: oh god was there
2: it must have been I... oh god cause yeah they had a like dick shaped paraphernalia uh, on them
1: that explains a lot oh god I, 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 I tried to talk
2: like even some like normal venting about how shitty my job was at the time and there, and the one like the one old crone just like goes off on me I'm like the f- the fuck did I do to you like, why why are you acting like this uh huh it's not, yeah it sounds familiar now,
1: yeah. <sighs> All right. and
2: know Draven is saying, hell, I even asked before I hug people, no matter how long I've known them I mean, yeah I, I'm pretty sure people think like, people at the convention don't want someone my size, and my beard coming up that would say, Hey, can I hug you? yeah, even I would be weirded out by that,
1: yeah, I mean, even if I take cos pictures of cosplayers... if if i i mean if, uh, straight up, if I think the cosplayer is cute uh, if I like the out the cosplay if they're cosplaying somebody that I like, that's my favorite, I'll ask if I can give them a hug. And it's like, I reach over, it's like I put my arms, I just like gently tap them on the shoulders. It's like you're barely touching type hug. That and I know whatever cosplay they're doing, it took a lot of time, work and effort into making it and I don't want to see it ruined. Not because I gave them a hug, you know?
2: That and some people would react to me like I'm George from Of Mice and Men. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Complete with the Substan- like subpar IQ in a more dopey sounding voice. Mm. Which really makes me feel upset. Because th- neither of those things are me. But uh, I know I digress.
1: Trust me, I-, I completely understand.
3: Yeah, and like- the unfortunate thing with all of this is like, I, I think it was on uh, a comment on Ranma's uh, post about this. Mm-hmm. Where this is leading, if this continues, is a no-cosplay policy. hmm Oh, boy. That's where it's leading. If people can't keep their hands to themselves with people in cosplay, conventions are going to start saying, okay, no more cosplay.
1: And watch the numbers... Watch the, the attendee numbers drop.
2: Their, their revenue think, will go into a tailspin.
1: I don't think it would happen. It will happen. Especially for
3: something this large, I don't think it would happen. Because all of the people that would want to go, that have been waiting to go, that can't get tickets to go, I think that a lot of them would legit give up cosplay just to be able to go.
1: Some, but not all. I'm just saying, I do see numbers drop because of that because you gotta admit, one good reason people go to conventions is just to see the cosplays. I don't. All it is, I think that it is. It's cosplay, panels, swag, guests.
3: I must be really weird because I could give two shits about going and seeing cosplay well, that's do you. I enjoy seeing cosplay yes it's but that is never my there. that is never my main reason to go to a I, to I go to that. a convention I know but I'm not saying that I'm just saying we, we can
2: anticipate what kind of cosplays we're gonna see yeah. and what we can expect yeah and maybe someone with the really exceptional or exceptionally put together cosplay but she got a point I, I I wouldn't like I'm not going there just for the cosplay what? either. I mean, surely be like some guests or panels I'd rather see first.
1: But I'm The, I'm cos- not,
2: the cosplay, just understand it's going to be a part of it right. no matter what. No I, matter what you're doing.
1: Yeah, I'm just saying that some people won't go. I'm not saying a lot. I'm just saying some. For some people, that is their reason. Like I said, there's four things here. Could be even more than that. I mean, personally, yeah. I'd be kind of bummed if I couldn't see the cosplay because the bulk of my photography is cosplay but if the guests are good and the panels are going to be all out of sight then I'll go if it's oh, not, I, I
3: wouldn't yeah, say that yeah. people wouldn't be pissed oh, off okay. but for something like this for something like San Diego Comic Con which sells out for something like PAX that sells out I don't think like the people that can't get tickets regularly mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to be upset about not being able to cosplay or not seeing cosplay mm-hmm. because they're finally going to get to go
2: I remember Bob Cop- coffee in the chat was saying about a couple of years ago someone could actually walk up to the door and buy a ticket for San Diego Comic-Con.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm like... I have to talk about a relic of bygone errors. I mean, we might actually get that again if the numbers drop as, big, as much as you say they would.
1: Yeah. Okay, I, th- I think we've gone... Beaten p- this
2: horse badly enough. Yeah, and
1: then you start talking about the numbers and stuff, so... Ari, you want to take the uh, next article?
2: Is that the one about uh, the large crowd yes. spending a little?
1: Mm-hmm. Because, honestly, I, a lot of us do this shit.
2: Oh, God, I'm a big offender, too. <laughs> Let's see. The Toronto International Film Festival has Bell, Belle L'Oreal and the RBC Royal Bank among its official sponsors. Sundance this year attended Chia Sapphire, Acura, Hewlett Packard, and Sprint, At the, Global Go- at the Golden Globes, guests. Sip from promotional bottles of Moet and Chandon. I don't know <laughs> that is, guess water. But at Comic Con or a run right of here, official con sponsorships are already confined to media companies or game companies like NBC and Nintendo. And giveaways, well, visitors like to snag some life favorite Red Bull or a pack of Stride chewing gum. Mm-hmm. Wow. Let's see. <clears throat> at the let's see at this year's convention, the Samsung Galaxy waiting with a booth. With both a convention sponsorship and a backing for events related to a pair of upcoming films. Avengers Age of Ultron and The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1. Oh, they're splitting the last one into two
1: parts? Yeah. News to
2: me. Adult Swim and Cartoon Network is an old theme programming block. Also picked some corporate sponsorship for individual shows from the likes of Intel, Lexus, and State Farm. Uh. Basically, they're saying that even at a convention like as big as Comic-Con with the yeah, the tenants it's getting, it's not pulling in bigger sponsors.
1: That and the money that's invested. I mean, think about it. I'm just throwing a figure out there. $500 for round-trip tickets. uh, $150 for your share of the hotel room. $65 for your badge. I think my wallet's
2: going to need counseling yeah, after this.
1: $100 for food for the whole weekend and then you have, and you drop, like, what, $20 on Swag, or you try to get as much free shit as possible. You're spending so much money getting there, and then when you get there, it's like, well, fuck, I can get half this shit at home at, low, at, at half the cost. Mm-hmm.
2: You're paying for the privilege of buying it at a vendor at Comic-Con.
1: Or you're paying just to have that experience of being at this convention. It's, it's getting to the point where it used to be where... You go to a con, and you come back with about $300 worth of swag. I used to do that. Yeah, but, I used to do it.
2: You but, and me both. Yeah,
1: but as the internet got out there, online shopping, sales.
2: Life getting in the way with less money coming in, oh. or get it, or having bigger bills, or not as, much, it's, not as much time at work to line your pockets. Mm-hmm.
1: It's getting to the point where you just go to the dealer's room just to compare prices between dealers and look for shit that you know you're not going to find anywhere else. Like, what right to anime next? I think I spent a total of $50 in the dealer's room in artist Alley. I got some autographed prints, and I got two Sailor Venus figurines. And I know if I went looking online for them, those figurines would cost me a lot more money.
3: Yeah, the other thing, there was um, the article about uh, Mile High Comics thinking about not going back to San Diego.
1: Right, hold that thought for a second. Bob Murphy mm-hmm. says, double that for the hotel, and badges are 200 bucks for all four days, including uh, day zero. Okay.
2: Yeah. 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 Oh, sorry, I just threw up my mouth a little. at that? Jesus Christ, man, look. Yeah, how, so... how much do you
1: think a four-day VIP in New York Comic Con ticket is? If you look, you'll have a heart attack. Mm-hmm. The floor is now yours, Marco.
3: So, basically, they said that they're not going back because Mile High Comics... Um, They deal with, you know, not only new comics, but the stuff that people can't get. People are going to these conventions now specifically for the stuff that the companies are putting out and selling only at this convention. Mm -hmm. So when all of these comic book artists go to the conventions and say, we're going to have a limited run specifically for this convention with this cover of the comic... People are going to go after that comic and not necessarily go after back issues of that comic. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, you know, it, it's also that there's so many things like this that's like, like the pony stuff. Yes, it's like oh well, you know, if you go to if you go to a San Diego Comic Con, you can get a derpy, mm-hmm. and you can't get a derpy anywhere else. So mm-hmm. people aren't going to go there and buy. The other stuff that's there. They're not going to go to the people selling, you know, uh, Twilight Sparkle and Rainbow Dash. They're going to go to the people trying to sell Derpy and get a Derpy. yeah, Because they can go home and get Twilight Sparkle and Rainbow Dash.
1: I mean, because, Marco, what was I foaming at the mouth for at San Diego Comic-Con?
3: You were foaming at the mouth for a Ranma
1: mug cup water bottle. Yeah. And I have one, but there is a catch. I have to go to AX. Save it for I'll tell you about that a little bit later. So, please carry on.
3: So, yeah, so I mean all these exclusive things that people are putting out, it's it's basically really screwing up everything else mm-hmm. because the people that are going to spend money are spending money on this
1: exclusive stuff. That and Look at the age of people going to conventions. The older generation had no problem dropping money for, like, the older back issues. Because it was their childhood, what they grew up with. They would love to have this book again. The younger generation doesn't really give two shit. And if they no, do, because if they
3: want to read it, they'll just go online.
1: Exactly. It's all about the digital age. That and maybe 10% of the current and the new generation coming in, it has that inv- that investment into wanting to know about the history of the car- of whatever it was.
2: Not to mention that storing all those old comics would be a major, you know, hit to their wallets, too.
1: Yeah. It's
2: like buying all the uh, the acid-free boards and Mylar bags mm-hmm. and putting them in a special case. You know, protecting them from the elephants and stopping them from, you know, like wear, like wearing or, you know, sticking to the inside of it. Because they, it's all about preserving the value mm-hmm. for it.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Last one. Mako. Last one. For in regards to Comic Con. There's another one there. Oh shit! I that didn't... was the last one. Okay, I forgot. I this came up. This came up. I thought I put this on here. You know how in the gaming world, you know, people are just suing each other over patents because of the they're sitting on it and shit like that. This is happening again. Comic-Con International sends a C&D to Salt Lake Comic-Con over the term Comic-Con. Oh, God damn it. What? Okay, you know what this calls for? What? Oh. This, what the fuck were you thinking, music? It, so, four day, a few days ago, Salt Lake Comic-Con got a C&D... That because Comic Con International holds the trademarks to Comic Con da- with the word with dash in it, Comic Con International and Anaheim Comic Con, and that Salt Lake Comic Con no dash is infringing on those rights.
2: But Comic Con is so common. What? Wh- why even bother?
1: Exactly. They feel that people are who are going to Salt Lake Comic Con. I think they're going to have the same. Fun and experience as going to San Diego Comic-Con or think that it's the same people that are running San Diego Comic-Con.
3: Well, uh, one of the big things from that is that San Diego Comic-Con brought a car, I believe, that was decked out in San Diego Comic-Con stuff. Um, it It was just supposed to be so that the People at that Comic-Con could take promo shots with it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's still in the area promoting another comic convention that people might think, oh, well, you know, if they're promoting a comic convention here, it must be the same thing.
1: But here's the thing, though. Um, back in 95, they tr- SDCC tried to trademark Comic-Con.
2: And they failed, didn't
1: they? Yes, they did.
2: So... The cease and desist is not worth the paper it's printed on. Yeah,
1: and the USPTO, the United States Patent and Trademark Office, has said nobody owns the words Comic Con.
2: They're basically telling San Diego Comic Con to shut the fuck up and back off. Yeah. You think they will?
1: No, because if let's say this goes in and they have to and they end up losing the name Comic Con, the SDCC. Yeah, New York Comic Con. Baltimore Comic Con, Denver Comic Con, -Con, Boston Comic Con, Rhode Island Comic. Do do I need to go on? They'll be like, "Yo, SDCC, yo, we got some words for you, son." Yeah. (sighs) And as Dungeon Buster says, the power of the dash.
2: makes you wonder sometimes yes, mm-hmm. yes. how fucking petty some people can be
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we've been in the cosplay community for how long
2: at least 10 years mm. for me too damn long yeah <laughs> that's also acceptable
1: alright uh, quick news real quick um, because we're, we're running redunctiously late because you know what happens when we foam at the mouth or when I foam at the mouth
3: or when I foam at the mouth yeah when you go into super bitch mode I'm never.
1: I'm always in super B- bitch mode, aren't I? B- no, bitch <laughs> mode is
2: your default setting.
1: Oh, okay. Bitch, super bitch, and have a smoke. <laughs> yeah, run and the fuck three. away, bitch. And
2: yeah. level three max, bitch. Mm. Get, like maximum level in the hyper combo meter. Yes. Now, I'm super Saiyan
3: twenty. Yeah. I'm just a flaming shoe. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you bet. You bet. Throw her all of your all that European chocolate.
3: Oh god, sorry. I saw that thing. I thought it was funny. What thing? Um, you didn't see the uh the Dragon Ball Z Battle of Gods promo trailer that Funimation posted? No, I didn't see it. It's live action and it's oh, oh, hilarious. That, no, I didn't
1: see that, but um, it's fucking
3: hilarious. They go completely off the wall, and Goku turns Super Saiyan twenty, and he's basically a sneaker that's just on fire. <laughs>
1: oh god. Okay. What? All right. It, yeah.
3: Hilarious.
1: Okay. All right. All right. All right. Now, something new that's coming our way. Like, can... there we go. Harmony Gold is putting Macross on DVD. You're getting episodes 1 to 18, volume 1. You're going to get four DVDs. Two of the DVDs is the Robotech version. The other two DVDs is the unedited Macross. Mm. I may have to pick this up. Because I think what's happening, because all this popularity of old school stuff is coming back...
2: They're cashing in on yeah.
0: nostalgia.
1: I mean, like Sailor Moon. I mean, come on. I mean, you, you can't, you can't, you can't beat that. And let's see what else. So that's going to be coming out September 23rd. Pre-orders are available on Amazon.com. And let's see what else we have here. Also coming out of, also coming out of um, SDCC. Who remembers Mighty Morphin Power Rangers?
2: Who doesn't? Is that, Z- is that the theme of Z-Ranger?
1: Yes. Kiryu Sentai Zoo ranger That's coming to DVD.
2: Out in I'm the n- States?
1: Yes. I'm not talking Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, which is already available on DVD. We're talking the original series that started the Power Rangers craze, Kiryu Sentai Zoo ranger Shout Factory is bringing the entire series To DVD And I have a feeling This is going to go really popular We're going to see the rest of the Sentai series Coming straight to DVD here
2: How much you want to bet P- F- Fans of old Power Rangers Are going to watch it and, and uh, compare it to uh, Oh hey they use this scene And you know that's, that sort of thing
1: psh, That's already happening if you go to a lot of uh, Ranger wikis and shit like that and They're already mm-hmm. telling you what's missing And what's edited And also... Something strange is going on with the latest poster for The Hobbit. Or should I say... Attack on Hobbit?
2: On that day, yeah. shire received a grim reminder.
1: <laughs> oh, you're terrible, dude. That's just terrible.
2: Yeah, it's a smog looking down a... Uh... Watery thoroughway with the town burning around them, and uh, hey, gotta turn that down a little. How's uh, someone on a bridge with uh, back to the viewer looking up at him with a bow and arrow, and that's the first thing a lot of people thought of was the uh, attack on Titan uh,
1: poster. And as um, we see in the chat room at Com, Bob Coffey says, Don't give Harmony Gold your money. Why? Um, what's-his-name is dead, so it's okay to give Harmony Gold your money. So, if we don't give them their money, we might not see the rest of Macross. You've got to support the industry legally. And finally, um, coming out of Japan, the, the Japanese government is starting to crack down on a lot of sites that is... Uploading, scanlations, and fan subs. They're going to try to push and advocate more of legal streams and so forth. It was a matter of time. It's getting to the point where you can watch this shit for free, you know, through legal means. But I understand some people want to get the fansubs because certain series will not be here for X amount of time or will not get picked up or licensed at all. And I, I I kind of understand that, but if you want to see these other series come out, support legal means of it. Let your voice be heard by these companies, and if there's a big enough of demand for it, they'll bring that series over. And because of the time, we're not going to open the Skype line tonight. But... I do have some interesting, something, something interesting for our open forum topic. And this week it's easier said than done, they say. We look at certain characters and the outfits they wear and say, that looks easy enough to cosplay. Upon making this cosplay, it becomes a lot more complicated than it looks. Is there a cosplay you attempted that you thought was easy, but in fact a lot more difficult? And from Candy Jam, she says, Princess Luna. I picked what seems to be an easy enough pattern only to find atrocious instructions and poor imagery not explaining half the steps. The fabric I used was a beautiful but a pain in the work to work with. Broke three needles on it. She has to have a full redesign. For me, it was when I did Urahara Kisuke from Bleach. I thought I had enough time with the patterns to get it done. And as I'm working on it, I'm like fuck, I fucked this shit up. But it turned out to be not so bad in the long run, so I'm kind of happy about it. (sighs) Alright, what about you two? Ever had that happen to you?
2: I kind of did with my uh, Dan costume. Mm -hmm. Not not because it was overly complicated. It was mostly about being discreet about everything, because how the hell was I going to explain to people what I'm doing with the bright pink fucking karate gi. Mm. That and painting all the uh, kanji on the back and the sides with the white paint and making sure that all the proportions are right and it still did not look right. Uh, okay. But, uh, yeah, that was about it. Plus, you know, they don't sell, you know, pink or quote-unquote salmon colored gis very uh, frequently and in my size, so I had to get a white one and rip the sleeves off and dye it manually Yaji yeah and like I said doing it discreetly and so I don't have to uh, make a so I don't make a mess and ruin the carpet and you know have some really weird awkward conversations about it
1: Mm. alright also
2: dye's expensive
1: yep what about you Makuchan um, I have to agree
3: with uh, dyeing fabric. I won't tackle something that looks too elaborate, which is why my Lolita dress is being commissioned. Mm-hmm. Um, because I just, I am not confident enough, and I am not, you know, studied enough to do something like that. Mm. But I've had to dye fabric twice, and it is such a pain in the ass um, mainly because I don't really have an area and my mother won't let me do the washing machine dye job. So I, had, I, I dyed a white shirt yellow to do um, schoolgirl variant Daisy. And I dyed it twice and it still didn't come out the yellow I was hoping it would come out. The other thing is um, I was doing a variant of Mandy uh, and trying to do Darth Mandy. Mm -hmm. And the cape I got would not really accept dye correctly. So what should have been a very bright pink ended up becoming so pale you can't even tell it's pink. Whoops. Yeah. Yeah. So, dyeing fabric has to be, you know, the most pain in the ass thing I've ever done for cosplay.
0: Hmm.
1: All right, now that we got that out the way. News from Japan. And for some reason, two of the articles are not pulling up, so you two are going to have to do those. Okay. And the first one up is Hamster Butts. Marco, what the fuck did you find?
3: There wasn't really a whole hell of a lot of uh, you know, new stuff.
1: Unless you count the article about that one Japanese teenager who beheaded the other one that happened earlier today or late yesterday.
3: Well, what? yeah, but I that... did this on Sunday, True. so that's not up there.
1: I know. I was going to put it, but I was like, nah.
3: Yeah. Well, that's not really crazy, it's just You know, somebody killing somebody.
1: Yeah, true. So here's the thing. It's called Hamuketsu. It's a new craze that none of the features the lovely butts of adorable hamsters.
2: Why do I got a feeling we're going to see a lot more weird Hamtairo fan art?
1: Or AMVs. To this this date, about 40,000 copies of two books that contain hamster butts have been sold around Japan. And there's a third book on the way.
2: Authorities have been unable to figure out why.
1: The representative of one of the book publishers says, The great thing about Hamaketsu is that it's delightfully cute. I can't stop smiling when I see these butts. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. I can't even... Wow.
3: I I am looking it up on Google.
1: Yeah.
2: Why?
3: Because, because and there are so many pictures on Google.
1: Oh lord.
3: Like there's somebody's actually doing a uh, food based. So it's rice and curry and the rice looks like a hamster butt.
1: I think I saw that. Yeah. Oh goody.
3: Yeah, so you know, this is a legit craze.
1: And if you and also what's also becoming popular? Dogs mm-hmm. and dogs and pantyhose.
3: That's been weirdly popular. The fuck. That has yeah, that's that's been out for a little while now.
1: What the dogs shit and,
3: Yeah, dogs and pantyhose,
1: it's a little weird.
2: A little weird? Um,
1: yeah. if we go to the chat room at live.vlognetwork.com as Draven says I got nothing for once I am rendered speechless I am truly at a loss for words I know that feel I know that feel one of y'all please go take this Pick the next one please please uh,
2: I'll take this one
1: Mm-hmm
2: a 7-Eleven convenience store in Kasukabe City's Saitama Prefecture was the scene of a daring late-night armed rally- robbery-, robbery earlier this week as an unidentified young man held clerks at night point and made off with a total of three onigiri rice balls whose confined value came to approximately 300 yen.
1: Wait. Stop. What? Robbed a 7-Eleven for some onigiri.
2: That's like robbing for like three bucks worth of taquitos at my local 7-Eleven.
1: I guess he was hungry. That must have been some serious onigiri.
2: (laughs) And he had gotten away with it too if it hadn't been for the bread delivery guy. (laughs) What? Yeah, apparently uh Let's see, a man from the baked goods supplier was making a delivery at the same time, and was stocking shelves in the back, and chased the guy down. Uh. And the police acted quickly enough and took his ass down. Well, that's good. And here's a, they have a picture of the rice ball in the article, what it looks like. It doesn't really look all that appetizing. Well, it is 7-Eleven. Yeah. Yes, I guess that is a very strong argument.
3: <laughs> Although I will admit, I get tuna sandwiches from Seven Eleven, and they're pretty damn tasty.
2: There's no Wawa near you.
3: Oh no, there's a Wawa near me. I actually prefer the tuna sandwich from Seven Eleven over Wawa.
1: And in regards, well, I
2: can't eat tuna. Period. So it's it's a wash for me.
1: And in regard and in response to this, Act Def posts a picture of a sassy Charizard. What? <laughs> you it said you need Jesus. You need Pokemon.
2: You need Osias. Mm. Oh, I see what you mean. Yes. The next deflated. The
1: All right, someone please take the next one.
3: All right, so uh, the last one, basically, uh, Tohoku university sent eviction notices to all 105 residents of one of their student gumber- governed dormitory uh, dormitories um they claimed that the school uh, the school claims that students violated their promise to abstain from alcohol
2: Yeah, n- no college student makes that makes that promise without crossing their fingers behind their back or just saying it for lip service
3: yeah that's basically what they're saying um but the school is taking, you know taking them to task. Um, students are appealing, saying that not everyone in the dorm drinks and some should be allowed to stay. But yeah, basically, um, large numbers of beer cans have been found in the dorm. There have been reports of intoxicated vomiting in the common areas. and you know, nothing has been approving. So
2: In other words, typical college student behavior.
3: Yeah. The main thing is is that the first and second year students live there, so most of them are under the legal age to drink.
1: Gee, I wonder where I've heard this shit before.
3: Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So... Uh, basically, the school is saying that the decision has been made. It's not going to be overturned. Um, the students have until September 30th to move out. Um, The school has offered to help uh, to find dorms in the city. But um, basically, like the kind of twist to this is after all of the students move out, the university is planning on renovating the whole thing and updating the facilities by installing Western-style toilets and things like that. So is it that all of these kids are... You know, drunken assholes and puking all over the place, or is it the school being um, greedy and just, you know, trying to evict everybody so that they can update?
2: This sounds like like the only thing that will stop it is if the uh, the group like bands together and gets gets a huge rager going to uh, make the dean see otherwise, or some shit like that. The header is right; it does sound like a zany '80s comedy just waiting to happen.
1: What are you talking about? It did happen. Who didn't see Animal House? <laughs>
2: you know, when I first like saw the little, the uh, little summary of the article and the link, I'm thinking, wow. You know, even in my college days, I never, I never achieved the goal of getting the entire dorm kicked out. That's never happened to me before. I, I was thinking. Wow, that's a drinking pinnacle that I, that I have never been able to get close to. Then I read the article, I'm like,
1: no. Oh. When I first read, when this article, when the link popped up, first thing that came to mind was Animal House.
2: Blutarski! I can only imagine what a uh, Japanese Bluta would be like.
1: Mm.
2: Buruto.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. All right. I think we're done. I think we're done. Okay. Let's go ahead, take a last break, and we'll be back. Okay, and that brings episode 175 to a close.
2: Hooray. Okay.
1: All right, is uh, it too I don't low- like
2: when these things are over.
1: Mm, me too. Is it too loud for you guys? No, it's fine. Not- Alright, good. How about now? No, we're good. Alright, good. Yeah. good. Alright, so that is it. End of list. Okay. Alright. If you like what you heard tell a friend. They enter to another friend and so on and so forth. We do this for free for the love of what we do. So, that's why we do it. If you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at AnimeJamSession.com Tell us what's on your mind. We'll believe you. Definitely check out the website at AnimeJamSession.com That's where we post all of our podcasts. Uh, Koi just posted an interesting article about Tree City Comic Con. It's a good read. Definitely check it out. Um, if you have issues getting to our website for the podcast, there are multiple ways of getting it. You can find this on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Muro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Xbox Music, and TuneIn Radio. Many ways, many applications, many OSs. You can find this one way or another. Um, we just ask for five star ratings on iTunes and Stitcher. That, that's it. That's all we're really asking. You know, if you if, if, if you can help if you can help some peeps out that's for all, all we're asking it's a little bit of help uh, there we go uh, check us out on YouTube youtube.com slash animejamsessiontv um, I do have a couple more videos to upload when they're ready they'll go up um, that will be New York Comic Con and AAC you should check us out on our own pages on YouTube uh, youtube.com slash is me re22682 is Ari Rockefeller and Jupe Luna is Makkochan. Twitter. Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. Definitely follow us there when you want the latest updates on our website. Photos, articles, videos, conventions that we're going to. Uh, a couple of us will be at Otakon this year. I won't be. Just let you know now, I will not be at Otakon this year. Kinda I w- will. Yeah. I kind of wish I was going for the whole Sailor Moon thing, but you know what? Y'all have fun for me. That's all I'm asking. If you want to follow us individually on Twitter, I'm at Mask. Ari is at The Ari Man, and Mako is at Jovidea. Facebook! Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. We are at 2,801 likes. Thank you so much everyone. We really appreciate you liking the page, liking the articles, the photos, the videos, everything that we do. As long as you continue to like what we do, we'll continue to add more content for you. But we are also on Facebook as well. If you want to chat with us, talk to us, and see what's on our minds a lot, do it. I'm at Facebook.com slash I am DJ Ron Mess, or that DJ Ron Mess guy. Mako is uh, Makoto mako Kino, or Mako-chan with a dash, and you, you can't mistake hers. Her avatar is Mandy from Grim Adventures. And there's Ari Rockefeller. Either way you spell it, you'll find him. But like I said, we're on the Vlog Network Tuesdays and Thursdays, live on Tuesdays, encores on Thursdays. But VOG stands for Voice of Geeks. We're not the only geek-centric podcast on this network. Uh, if you like Star Trek, there's a Star Wars Power Coupling podcast. Uh, if you like British programming, Doctor Who, pop culture, television, movies, books, all that good stuff, what's going on, television, the whole nine yards, there are four separate podcasts for that. Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pop Culture, and Under Sedation Live. If you like what we do here at Anime Jam Session, check out Electric Sisterhood. They're on before us at 8. Female perspective of what we talk about, but more gaming-centric than anime, but they do talk about anime as well. I believe they just did a Comic-Con podcast, so definitely check them out. Listen to them. Then stick around for our pre-show. And then uh, we're live at uh, 9.30 or 9.35. Depends on what time we roll through. If you like World of Warcraft and MMOs, check out Girls Gone Wow Wednesdays at 12, followed by Horde House at 10. I believe they're all about uh, FF14 now. But it's still, they started out playing World of Warcraft. So it's WoW Wednesdays on VOG Network. But if you like to hear about gaming, video games from an independent perspective, from what real gamers like to hear, it's the Bobby Blackwell Show starting at 8 on Sundays, followed by Orange Lounge Radio Sundays at 9. It's the cornerstone programming of the VOG Network. Definitely check them out. And, and I'm being told to plug DerpyCon, DerpyCon.com. It's not an MLP con. It's a Gen Con. Remember the whole thing about Derpy and Ditzy. If you remember that, then you know why we named it DerpyCon. Uh, it's first weekend of December, December fifth to seventh. Uh, we're still taking panels and ideas, so definitely come on out. Um, Morristown, Hyatt, and Morristown, New Jersey an hour away from New York City. It's literally a two to three block walk from the Morristown train station. Uh, I believe that's it. Um, go around the room. Last words, mako Um, Deadpool. Of course.
2: <laughs> Ari? A... Hey. A medium box, like you know, foot and a half cube, half filled with DVDs, is surprisingly heavy.
1: I know that feel more than I should. <sighs> my last words is, yeah. So my darling Lexi got me a Ron one half water bottle, but there's a catch. I have to go to Anime Expo 2015 for it. But they are forming a run one-half cosplay group, so I guess I should go. I think I can pull this off. So,
3: you're going to go to
1: AX and Denver next year? You're going to be able to pull that off? We'll we'll see. I will let my darling Lexi know what's going on. Maybe she can compromise with me.
3: Because, you know, maybe maybe we can pull her to uh, Denver. Yeah, be part of Tenchi Group. That would be interesting.
1: <laughs> oh God, you know she'd be Keione, right? That would be interesting. Oh God. Okay, that's it. We're getting out of here. Um, we got new episodes coming down the pipe, so we're not going away anytime soon. Like till our usual vacation, which is like between uh, Christmas and New Year's. So. That's it, so um Thanks for listening. Okay? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm Radma. I'm Ari. And I'm Mako Chan. Great fight, great night. See you next week. And we out. Night. Say goodnight,
3: Mako Chan. Good night, Mako Chan.
2: Don't give her any ideas. Shut up!
0: Of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now, the views, opinions, and thoughts expressed on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it! For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VodNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. 邪魔